Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, a slight tangent, the crappy quiz, and you had to be there. Five goals in 20 minutes. It's just, you can't do that. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Time for us to turn our attention to rugby and Alan Quinlan is with us. Alan, good morning to you. How are you? Good, thanks, lads, and yourselves. There's only one place for us to start here uh, again. It's Groundhog Day. What's going on? Again, again yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? It's, it's the same thing the last few weeks, but... Um, yeah, Munster in a difficult place now, you know. Um, it's getting worse, isn't it? And it's getting more challenging for them. Um, obviously, I was thinking about this before I come on. Um, are we going to give the the full slot talking about what's wrong with Munster or giving Len- Connacht's credit? I think, um, obviously, Munster a big story because it's kind of concerning not just um, this match, but the previous matches. Probably the failure to get that bonus point against Zebra last week. That's the one that really kind of highlights where they're at. Um, lack of confidence, cohesion, their discipline is is baffling, uh, bafflingly bad. Um, and some people will say I was probably not great at the penalties at times myself. But um, they're making life so much so difficult for themselves. And um, again, on Friday night, you'd have to say it was uh, it was a really poor performance. Are there any specific small things that can lead to a, a, a fast recovery here? Like, um, I, you know, we, we've seen teams before where one week they look terrible, the next week all of a sudden they bring extra aggression, they control their play at the breakdown and the game is transformed because suddenly the backs have a split second extra on the ball and their creativity shines. Are we are we in that scenario where they're thinking too much? It's all a little bit self-conscious, and if they can just get into a little bit of a state of flow, there will be a significant improvement. Or is it something far more fundamental than that? Um, it's worrying, Jerry, uh, because I think we've seen Munster over the years when they've had a bad run of a game or two that um, they've been able to rely on the emotional reaction and maybe not the quality and performance, but a real fight and desire and and energy uh, to get them a result and kind of get them back on track. I think the way the fixtures have fallen this year, um, you know, the first two away games, they needed the Zebra game really to to rack up 40, 50 points. Um, and, you know, when you go back to that game, the first half, you think three tries after 26 minutes, you think they're going to get something here just to get a bit of a feel-good factor. But I think sport can be unforgiving at times when you're in a tough place. Um is confidence can be affected, um, belief, and I think obviously there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of moving parts trying to change the way they play. Um, ten players away with merging Ireland, um, lots of injuries, particularly now in the in the back three going into that the last two games. Um, so is there a quick fix solution? Are you going to see something change here? And it's hard to see it because. Of the, uh, of the fixtures in the next couple of weeks um, with the Bulls at home, Leinster away and, and then Ulster go to Thoman Park as well. So um, it's getting tougher and tougher and, you know, when you're in a difficult place in sports, you just need to get some sort of a result. 
Friday night was this again a great opportunity for that. Um, you know, when they're eight five up um, in the second half, there you, you, they go eleven five. You think they're just needing a little bit of control here, uh, dug it out a little bit, be tactically good, um, put Connacht on the back foot a little bit, and um, they were they weren't capable of doing that. You know, Connacht reacted with a, you know, uh, they they. They certainly believed that this was their chance of taking a scalp and winning a game and getting their feel-good factor within the group. But it's worrying, Jared, that because there's so much going on, um, I, I don't see the... You know, you bring Jack Crowley and Calvin Nash and Shane Daly back into the into the back line for Anton Frisch. Of course, they'll bring a new impetus and probably a real feel-good factor after the Emerging Ireland Tour, which should be beneficial for them and Thomas Ahern, Dermot Byrne, Kendellan, Salanoa, Josh Richley, these guys back in. Um, <clears throat> you're not, I'm not really sure, can they change things dramatically against the Bulls, who will come with a full side and they're South African internationals and a lot of power and strength. So Big game. Um, all of a sudden, it's like a big, big game, isn't it? Yeah, they're all getting... They're all big games now, and I think all eyes are on Munster. I think... Um, he just had a really deflating kind of feeling on, on Friday night. <laughs> you know what? It's hard to see the results coming in the next few weeks, but it is what it is. They're in this position. Um, I, if I was a player in the dressing room, you know, you'd be feeling the pain of and, and the disappointment of it, but they've got to try and stick together and, and, and claw their way out of this, really. It's not a case of a lot of internationals are going to come back and fix everything and they're going to get their best team out in the field. Um, I think when they get their best team out in the field, obviously they'll, you know, they'll they'll be able to give most teams a game and and get results. But that's not the nature of the league, and 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 it's it's a really difficult situation for them. And and there's it's you're trying to find a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel here, but it's difficult because there's a lot of self destruct here as well from the players with their with their you know. I just looked at the game the other night. They come up with a big play, a big turnover from Tyg Byrne or Peter O'Mahony and, or a steal in the line-out uh, in, in a vital area. You take away a little bit of impetus from from Connacht um, and then you know Ben Healy misses touch twice from penalties. Um, the ones that are kicked down the touchline, they lose the next line-out. They, they, they've no ruthless kind of relentless kind of pressure that they put on the opposition. Uh, and their body ling- language is kind of indicating that. So I think the players are trying hard um, and obviously they're trying to, to fix this and there's certain things in that game. And, and you have to be respectful to Connacht. Like it isn't the case of Munster should go up there and win win the game by, you know, 10, 12 points or 15 points or whatever. But there's a vulnerability about this team now that, that everybody is going for. And... Um, the, the, the proof is in the results so it is very worrying and concerning I think one of the things that jump out are the penalties as I said 52 penalties and the pressure came on Connacht there at the end of that game and uh, they just give away lots of penalties which is is really killing them 52 in, in the four games is 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 a very very high number and they're not scoring points either they're not scoring tries 
Um, they're making no line breaks it's practically bleak. whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, it is bleak. Like there's nothing that you can point to and say, "Well, we're doing this right and we're doing that right." Connacht left the door open yeah. for them as well. Like Connacht should have been well ahead at half time. Uh, Munster found themselves in a position actually where Connacht had also, you know, lost their opening three games. There can't have been a huge amount of confidence there. There's a huge opportunity. Like, as you say, there, there's it's very bleak. Like, what does Graham Rowntree do? Does he does he look at those emerging Ireland players and say, "You're all going straight in"? You, you, like what happened on, fr- on Friday night against Connacht is unacceptable to seven eight of those players. You're coming out. You're not going to play against the Bulls. You're not going to play against Leinster. Like do do some of the individuals need to be taken out of this? Yes, they do, um, and that's the reality. Um, they've got to be taken. He's got to change something up now and 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 try and look to play the younger players. I think because. It doesn't get any easier, Nate, in the next few weeks. So if you're going to possibly end up um, still struggling and still maybe losing games, um, you need to. You, there needs to be a change. You know, there needs to be a change of the guard. And look, this 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 is go, this is going back. This there's there's maybe we all didn't realise how how kind of difficult and and uh, bleak this situation is, um, but. You know, there's problems there for a number of years, and uh, there's probably, you know, player recruitment, um, the coaching style, maybe the standards, um, fitness levels. They don't look the fittest team. Um, so I think there's, you have to put in young players there as, as best you can um, and make changes. Obviously, um, you don't just kind of throw everything away they'll have to try and keep some power and strength and experience for the Bulls at the weekend but um, I think if 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 there's going to be any kind of um, positivity garnered they've got to strip this right back again and and uh, and look to try and see and develop for the future I think a few people have mentioned to me I think people mentioned obviously a lot in the last couple of weeks about Joe Schmidt losing the first number of games when he came in people are hoping that that's the case here um, but also in 2015-16, I think Leinster, um, you know, unearthed a lot of really good young players when they played them in Europe. They'd lost five games in the pool stages. And well, when they, Joe Smith came in, Leinster won the Champions Cup 18 months previously and had some of the greatest players <laughs> of all time. Yeah, like, this is yeah, a Munster uh, side that have been on a, on a drift for many years at this stage. At, absolutely, yeah. So does it's not it's not like for like here. Um, so it's 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 really worrying. But it's a reality now. So this is the reality of where Munster are at. So get on with uh, it, basically. Te- technically, they're the fourth best team in Ireland at the moment. And that, and that's that's the reality. Yeah. None of those Munster players can go in this morning thinking they should be on Irish teams now because they're part of a group that's really struggling. They've got to stick together. Um, they've got to try and figure it out themselves and get better. I think they are better than what we've seen. Um, their confidence is, is 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 all over the shop, I think. And now there's a nervousness that's there that's probably translating into their performances. Um, some of the basics there are, you know, really alarming. I think, you know, like I said, big play in a game, big turnover, kick the ball down the field, lost line out straight away. Yeah. You, yeah. know, you just can't but win matches like that. Not, not to make this all about Munster, like uh, Connacht have to get some credit for it. But as Nathan said, Connacht, like they are also a team who were short of confidence and look like that at stages, but managed to stay together enough to get through that test. Uh, how important was it for them to get that? Because their season 
was also really like it had been a terrible start by their standards uh, under difficult circumstances notwithstanding but all of a sudden a full house a new pitch and they can feel good about life yeah they can feel good about life maybe till Friday night as long as they back it up and uh, it gets incredibly difficult for them as well with Leinster coming going there on Friday night to sports ground but yes it's you know they played three tens and they Jack Carty and David Hawkshaw, Conor Fitzgerald, and I think the, for the Finlay Bealham try, Conor Fitzgerald's kick was was outstanding. Um, he put his team right down there. Um, Conor Phillips, you would say, probably should have kept the ball in field. Um, but I think they can feel really good about themselves. I think, and and sometimes it is back to a bit of brass tacks when you're when you're struggling, and they showed a lot of fight. And, and a real tempo and energy in that, that, particularly in that second half, to you know just look like they were in, in control against Monster, like really kind of concerning and stuff. Maybe it's not, um, maybe it's disrespectful to Connacht to t- for me to say something like that because they do deserve a lot of credit. They're, you know, they've less resources. Um, I think Monster obviously is still a big scalp for everyone, but where Monster are at at the moment, it's. Um, it was uh, maybe we were naive to think that that you know this Connacht shouldn't win this game. That Connacht won't win this game. I thought Munster might go there and get a result and, and claw their way through it. But Andy Friend has uh, you know said it after the game. There was lots of mistakes from both sides, but they had more of a fight. They had more of an energy and an urgency about them. So they can build on that, and they were very physical, um, and they put a huge amount of pressure on on Munster scrum their breakdown and forced them into a lot of mistakes and defenders unbelievably well at times and really ha- has had all those energy busters um, throughout the game when, when they, you know, obviously with the crowd behind them as well. So it was, um, it was a great result for them. Jack Carty missed those three kicks, so it could have been a bit more. And it was the same as that result last year where it was 10-8 last on Jan- the 1st of January last year. It should have been a lot more and, this one, you could say the same, and the best team won on the night and deserved yeah, to win. Yeah. Uh, the performance that Leinster put in, um, I'm sure the defensive analysis that happens this morning will be like, oh, how, how do we manage to concede? But the attacking analysis will be like, well, we're, we're pretty good at this game when uh, we have the ball and we're in full flow. So one of those matches that um, went up and down, up and down, loads of tries. I don't know if everybody likes seeing that, but it was pretty exciting. Yeah, it was an incredible game. Um, just it was one of those ones where the, the clock just flies by and it was um, you know the Sharks are missing a, a good few players they're internationals and you know it kind of it kind of felt the way Leinster started the game and scored so early in the game that they would it would be kind of one way traffic but um, they were brilliant the Sharks and led a couple of times during that game and was really tight um, up to the last kind of 20 minutes 15, 20 minutes where Leinster kicked away. They scored eight tries, but they conceded five. And the five they conceded were outstanding scores. I think the attack and the lines of running of the Sharks. And if you bring in back back into, you know, you think Eben Etzebet, uh Hendricks at a scrum half, Lucanu Am, Umbanambi, the hooker, Mapimpi, the winger, uh, Ox and Shea, the prop, Khaleesi, the South African captain, if you put them back into that side, um, 
And this this makes it even more worrying for the likes of Munster and Connacht to try and get Champions Cup. The South African teams are absolutely flying it and they're going to be very, very difficult. Uh, it's it's The four of them could be in Europe. Um, it's It makes it so much harder for, for the likes of Munster and Connacht now to try and get Champions Cup yeah. or even get in the playoffs. It was a brilliant game, but Leinster, I think they showed their... Their metal and the contrast of that game on Saturday to to, to what was on Friday night was was miles apart. Um, they were absolutely brilliant, and the the, the depth um, Sexton again showed unbelievable fight, drive, desire. Wanted to stay on the field for the whole game. If there's any fault, uh, he probably had a few interventions with the, the referee and a good few occasions which came out on, on TV a fair bit but um, Leinster were really really impressive uh, Ulster also going particularly well at the moment kind of a little bit under the radar in some ways but um, they've had injury problems they've had players who they want to have in their squad who uh, are obviously away with the Emerging Ireland will be back obviously next week but um, apart from that one week where uh, against Leinster they've been machine-like yeah they have um, very impressive and look really confident in what they're doing um, getting a little bit of an edge scoring tries again from Malls being really physical with the opposition now it was a different Ospreys team um, they're down um, a good few players um, as regards the Welsh internationals but um, it had us an in- inevitable kind of feeling early on again. They, they, you know, the game was over at half time. They were t- utterly dominant. Um, and I think when they get their tails up, Ulster in, in the Kingspan, they can, they, they played, they play some brilliant rugby. Um, the flow, the pace, the tempo to their game is very impressive. So, um, Luke Marshall was brilliant in the centre. Nick Timoney, um, just so, so involved in everything, um, Marcus Ray. Um, they have a lot of a lot of flow to their game at the moment, and they look to be in a really good place. It's not the hardest fixture in the world with respect to the Ospreys. Um, so, you know, Leinster exposed a few frailties to be at the top level, um, but they're full of confidence at the moment, and you know they blew the Ospreys away with that performance on on Saturday night. All right. Really good stuff. We'll leave it there for now. Plenty more uh, talk during the week. Thanks a million, Alan. Cheers, lad. Thanks. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.